0: I'm Dr. Ward Bond and I welcome you to Life Changing Wellness episode number 30. Today we talk how changing your mindset can bring you more joy in every aspect of your life and make you healthier. So stay tuned for another life changing episode.
1: This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life Changing Wellness. Life Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond.
0: Well, welcome everyone to the show. Before we begin, if you could just do me a favor, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guests today. Rate and review the show for me, and I encourage you to look up my show page on radiomd.com slash So again, I thank you for that. Like most good friends, Kim Howie and Nancy Wertin have spent many hours having conversations about what they love and what they fear. And it has been in this evolution of their friendship that they hit upon a clear truth that each of us has the freedom to choose joy in our lives. Through research and practical application, they discovered the scientific proof that positive thoughts and actions greatly influence how we think, feel, and our level of success. Armed with this truth, they have set out with conviction and purpose to bring this message to as many people as they can by forming the Wisdom Coalition. And in their book, The Power of the Pivot, Kim and Nancy demonstrate how to stop hard and change the direction of your life for the better. Now, Kim Howey is an author, certified health coach, and designer of Pure Energy Program, which focuses on building awareness around the physical and emotional effects of food, as well as the mind-body connection. And Kim holds a bachelor's degree in psychology and a graduate of the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And Nancy Wordteen is an award-winning broadcast journalist currently working as an anchor and reporter at WFMZ-TV69 in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And Nancy holds a Master of Communication Arts degree with distinction from the New York Institute of Technology. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Kim and Nancy. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
0: We are
1: thrilled to be here, and we can tell that you didn't go to the New York Institute of Technology ward because I can tell you talk a little bit differently than we do.
0: <laughs> exactly. You know, sometimes I wish I could try to cover up that uh, Southern or that Texas <laughs> accent, but you know what? Everybody goes, oh, no, 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 don't change it. It makes you different. And yeah, thinking, no, it's, that d- <laughs> it's,
1: it's, uh, yeah, it sounds great. We love it. It's, it's
2: warm and inviting. Yes, it is.
0: Well, we try to be be that way down here in the South, and you know, it's funny because my father was actually from uh, Massachusetts, so I know all about the Yankee Territory. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's start off here, because what is the main message of the Wisdom Coalition?
2: Well, thank you so much for asking that, and really what we're trying to communicate most to people is that joy is an active choice, and it's one that we can make regardless of you know, the outside circumstances in the world around us. And, you know, and
1: we, we think too, Ward, you know, that a lot of us go through our lives not really setting an intention to find joy, right? We kind of wake up and, you know, we, 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 we start racing forward with whatever we have to get done that day. And, you know, we race from one thing to another. And then at the end of the day, you know, we're sometimes holding on to the frustrations, the things that we had to deal with during the day. And what we're saying is, you know, just just stop for a second take a pause take a breath and consider that it's really up to you to make the day that you want a day to have you know to to look at the positive things you know today just a, about an hour ago poor Kim was sitting at her computer and things started to disappear on the screen you know she's got some kind of virus um you know which we've <laughs> unfortunately all gone through and a computer yeah. virus. yeah clarify that <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> but you know We've all got these things, and, and, of course, I'm not trying to minimize, you know, major problems that people have, but we've all got things that just pull at us and tug at us all day long. But it's up to us, and, you know, Kim being as lovely as she always is, you know, she said to me, I can't believe things started, you know, disappearing off my computer, but, you know, well, she said, you know, I'll figure it out, I'll work on it, you know, it's it's all about, as, as we like to say, you know, flipping, changing things, changing the way you look at things.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and honestly, what, what, I sat there in the moment and I thought, well, okay, let me ask you this. I can stay problem focused. Oh, I can really freak out I'm and offline. just feel sorry for myself, right? Or I can flip that switch and be solution focused and say, okay, what now? How am I going to fix this? Because yeah. ruminating on it, it certainly isn't going to change anything.
1: And and you know, listen, this this is something that we work at every single day, um, helping each other through this, and that's why our concept of the Wisdom Coalition is that it's a collaborative community, you know, bringing people together in a number of different ways and different mediums in an idea that we can all give wisdom to each other and as guidance and support. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, Well, Kim and Nancy, let me ask you this question because I understand that everybody thinks that the spirit of joy, so to speak, is something that only happens when something good happens to us or if we obtain something that we desire, but actually, joy is a mindset that we can have right now without any external influence, correct? You know, that
1: is such a great point. And that's one thing that we always talk about, that joy is an attitude. Happiness is an emotion. And, of course, we need a whole range of emotions. But joy is something that we can choose despite whatever is going on around us despite difficulties, despite difficult people, we can set the intention, we can make the choice to choose joy, and that improves everything.
2: Absolutely. Well, and happiness really, and the science proves it. Is happiness is fleeting, right? It's temporary. It's just a moment. It's caused by outside circumstances. And joy, on the other hand, is lasting. It's an internal peace and contentment in your life.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And, uh, you know, we should be content with what we have and where we're at. But at the same time, we can always uh, desire to move forward and do great things. But uh, I think a lot of people fail to enjoy the journey. They're looking at the end result. And we need to enjoy uh, every step along the way to, uh, you know, the desires of our heart, so to speak.
1: Well, and I think a lot of people, and I, I have to admit, I've been guilty of this in my life. You know, you kind of just plod along. And, you know, at the end of the day, I kind of you know, well, what kind of day was it? Was it good or a bad day? You know, well, you know, this went wrong, this person annoyed me, and so now I've earned my right to be angry and to take it out on other people by the end of the night, right? So instead, what we're saying is set the intention, take the action, make it your responsibility to to create the day you want, to look for the joy, to find the opportunities, and, and more importantly, to make the space. You know, if you don't make the space in your life for the joy, there's no way that you can find it. And that's really why we wrote the book. We wanted people to come along with us on their own journey of self-discovery. And so we wrote the book with with that in mind. We, we broke it down into 24 chapters, and each chapter takes a look at, you know, how do you feel about a certain situation? It begins with my voice where, as a journalist, you know, I, I chime in with just kind of raising the issue, um and uh, relating maybe a personal story that's funny, and then Kim comes in with um, advice, tools, and tips, and then we have some self-reflection questions. Um, all of the subjects of the book of the book are things that we want people to reflect upon. We feel that if you know yourself, then you're able to find that space that you need. Mm-hmm.
0: See, I Absolutely. love that. I love that because you know, for uh, you know, a long time ago, I actually stopped mentally rating my day you know it's kind of like at the end of the day you're right. thinking okay was this a good day was this a bad day was it an okay day i really got to, i stopped that because it wasn't productive and now what i do is is basically at the end of the day i try to look back and thinking okay what could have i done myself to maybe make the day better in the way did i did i react wrongly to a situation or a question? Um, Oh, I, you know, maybe I handled that uh, situation, you know, very good, you know, and I can be happy and joyful with myself for the way I reacted there. So I don't put my day on, was it a good day or a bad day? Because, you know, we got 24 hours and anything can happen. I mean, you could go to bed and think, wow, what a great day. And then five minutes later, fire alarm goes off. So, you know, you can't judge it like that anymore. So, but what I want, you know, also too you know, both of you, I can tell are very passionate about this concept that you've created, and why is that?
2: Well, I think really the impetus behind us really creating the Wisdom Coalition is that we saw that there was just so much competition out there, particularly amongst women, and we really, really wanted to create this collaborative community. That was so important to us. We feel like we all have wisdom to share, but we can also all lift one another up by sharing that wisdom with each other.
1: And, and not only competition, but negativity. And, and and more than negativity, complacency, right? How many of us just go through the day kind of, you know, not making this intention? And I'm not putting other people down, but what I'm saying is that with us, Kim it really has been the leader in all of this. She's um, much smarter than I am. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she she was the one that, when I met her, was so much more positive than I was. And I thought, wow, you know, A, it's great to be around her, you know, B, I was really interested in the way she looked at her life, and C, I wanted more of it, and I started to realize that, listen, if I want it, a lot of other people are going to want it, too, and not only want it, but need it, and, you know, once you start down this road, Kim and I call it flexing our joy muscle, Mm -hmm. and you start doing that more and more, it becomes easier, and it becomes more natural, and it becomes almost like an addiction, like a drug, like you you just want it. And we help each other with that. You know, sometimes we'll text or call each other and say, I need a little help flexing my joint muscle today. And, you know, it's a word or two, and it's gone. You know, whatever it is, well, you, you turn well, Nancy, it around, and you just well, let it impact everything.
0: What I see is you, you're a journalist, and yes. did that have – did that type of profession? Is it a little bit more negative than positive at times? Because a lot of the times when we, as a viewer, we're watching the news, most of the news that's coming across more of a negative tone, or maybe it's it's more bad news than it is of actually good news. So, did that play a role in that?
1: Wait, wait. Did you ask? Is it is it more or less negative? <laughs>
0: More negative. You better I mean, believe well, it's more negative. Oh, oh no, I know. it. it <laughs> I stopped watching you the know, news. It's
1: the nature of the beast. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. we we become a little bit cynical in newsrooms because, unfortunately, you see the worst of people. You see the yes. best in people as well. I have to say that as well. But you do, um, you do see a lot of situations that really make you uh, sick to your stomach. And um, so you're right. There is a lot more negativity. But I also think that people, viewers, I think people want more positive things to see and to hear and to be part of. We have a Wisdom Coalition television show that we do. We also do a weekly podcast. We have events. We do presentations. And a lot of times I've said that when we get together with women, with people, men come to our events um, or presentations sometimes, you know, I say it's it's like people are in the desert and we're giving them a drink of water. You know, people, as I did, they want to hear this message because it makes them feel better. And at the end of the day, that's what we all want. We want to feel better. We want to feel more whole. We want to feel more connected to other people. Right. Well, well and you it's
2: know, so empowering to realize that you can change your perspective in, in a second.
1: Your mindset oh, can change. Just oh, I absolutely
0: – yeah, I absolutely believe that because, you know, we live in a society today that is so much different than, let's just say, five years, ten years ago. I mean – you go online, you want to post a, a cute picture about something, but then we have a bunch of trolls and haters online. There's negativity uh-huh. there. There's negativity in the media. I mean, it's just, I mean, everybody is screaming racism out, whatever. But the thing is, is it comes down to us. So, Kim, I want to a- a- ask you this question. Can you tell us about the real science behind the power of positive thinking so we can change our society for the better?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm currently studying towards my master's degree in positive psychology, which is the study of human flourishing and thriving. And what I love so much about this field is that the focus is on our strengths. So it's recognizing what's strong instead of what's wrong. And I have to tell you that just that in itself is so empowering. You know, it really changes the way you look at yourself. It changes the way you look at the world. It changes the way you look at other people. And it creates a real sense of joy. And, of course, being a health coach, I've known for years about the connection between joy in our lives and our actual physical health and emotional well-being. So, you know, marrying those two worlds has just been wonderful for me.
0: Well, yeah, you know, I understand that, uh, you know, for an example. And... um I I serve in a position as a volunteer at my church where we, we pray for those that are sick. And we come across a lot of cases in which they're terminal. But it's the mindset that I watch because I will see people who are literally have fear on their face. And then I see those that are faced with a terminal condition. And the look on their face is, I'm going to beat this. Terminal is a word, but... I'm claiming victory over this. And it's amazing to see that the mindsets are so different, you know, amongst all of us that it really just comes down to what are we going to choose? Being joyful or happy and victorious versus fear, defeated, or negativity.
1: Yeah. And, you know, when you say a, a terminal condition, one in the um, introduction to our book, that's one of the things that I talk about is like, is listen. Life is a terminal condition, right? <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, we're all, we're die. all <laughs> going to face the inevitable end, and we've all got a ticking time clock on our foreheads we just can't see so I don't know when my time is, you don't know when yours is, so why waste a minute? you know why why go through a day and let something like a computer virus or you know somebody snarky in the grocery store make you waste hours of your day feeling bad, feeling down um, you know one of the Techniques that we suggest in the book, and there's there's many in there is uh, is what Kim calls reframing and you know changing the way that you look at things, so you know something can and I remember when we first met um, my uh my one of my worst things to do is get stuck in a traffic jam because I am a New Yorker <laughs> so you know <laughs> I remember one of the first times you know comp- calling Kim because I was going to be late, I was stuck in some traffic jam to complain to her, and you know she said, "Wow, you know it's awesome you get to relax and listen to what you want on the radio. And I was blown to pieces because I thought, what What are you kidding me? No, this is the part where I yell and get really angry and really tense and my heart races. And and then I can complain the rest of the day about how awful it was. And I couldn't do it at first, but I did begin to try it. And it's amazing because now suddenly I chose to reframe my thoughts. And now when I get stuck in those situations, I do what she says and I'll tell you what, it really works and it feels so much better to feel better, and to not get yourself all worked up.
2: Yeah, and yeah. you know, it's really about recognizing the things in life that are outside of your control, right? So not just traffic, but, you know, also things like the weather, but, and then the, the thoughts and the actions of other people. You know, we cannot control them. So the only thing we can control is the way we respond to them, and, you know, responding in a negative way is not actually hurting them, it's hurting us.
1: Yeah, And pivotal to uh, the Wisdom Coalition is our wisdom symbol, Um, where we talk about living your life from the inside out. It's in the shape of a why, and uh, it's inside of our book. Um, And um, maybe I'll let Kim design the symbol itself. So I'll let her tell you a little bit more about it.
2: Well, of course, I love the why. The why is so important, and it's really important to me as as a health coach. I talk to people, clients all the time about connecting to your why, you know, recognizing why you're doing anything and everything in life is really the driving force behind achieving your goals. So, that's why it's in the shape of a Y. But in the center of the Y, we have a sunflower, and that sunflower really represents what we like to call our core energy. And you know, the way we fuel that core energy, hopefully with joy, is going to impact the way we think, the way we feel, the way we act. So you know, we like to wear our wisdom symbol and a pendant around our neck, just to remind ourselves to fuel that core energy with joy and also
1: stay connected to our why. And if you have that core energy filled with joy, there's just not a whole lot that can get in. Another thing that we like to talk about that we talked about in uh, one of our last podcast episodes that we do is this idea of filling your own cup so that if we're full of joy, we can't really be affected by uh, a negative circumstance, a negative person, um, anything that doesn't go right during our day. We, we, and, and, but filling our own cup is our, our own responsibility.
0: Exactly. It's right,
1: kinda,
0: oh yeah, go ahead, Kim.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, you know, and the other part of it is, is you no, know, you have to protect your cup. So once you fill it up, don't let anyone else put their straw in there and suck that joy right out.
0: <laughs> I, I completely agree. It's got, it's, I love having this conversation with both of you today because it was funny last night I was doing some reading and I came across this sentence that just, That was so simple but so profound and it says the devil cannot control a patient man and and in a way it works perfectly in line with what you're saying because if our cup is full of joy the only person responsible for letting it go empty or like you say kim somebody sucking it dry is going to be us so we have to have that mindset. So here's what I would like to ask both of you. Could you kind of get a, give us a couple of tips to improve our mindset right now?
2: Absolutely. Well, I'll start with the first one that Nancy already mentioned with the reframing. And honestly, the beginning of that is actually awareness, right? We have to be mindful. We have to pay attention to our thoughts, and we have to recognize that we can control them before they control us. So, you know, recognize when you've got what I like to call that stinking thinking going, you know, something <laughs> negative, either a negative self-talk or, you know, you're thinking negatively about something and stop and reframe it. Um, switch the way you're looking at it. I like to talk about the the, uh, the telescope lens. You know, if you're looking at something that is joyful, you know, when you're looking through a telescope, you look through that smaller end and it magnifies it. So that's what you want to do. But when there's something negative going on, flip that lens around of the telescope and look through the larger end so that it's not, you know, really consuming you with negativity.
1: You know, one of the, and one of the things that really has been powerful for me is is to just pause, you know, and take that time to to listen to really what you're saying inside your own head, um, I think it can be amazing the way we talk to ourselves. We're, we're not always very kind to the way, yes. that, the way that we speak to ourselves or the way that we're presenting a certain situation in our own minds. Um, there's a wonderful philosophy from positive psychology about how we store memories and then retrieve them. So, you know, when things happen, when we look at things, when we take in what happened during our day, we follow them away inside of our minds and... We have to think about how we're filing them away because if we stick them into a negative file, when they come back out, it's going to be negative again. But if we take that time to put them into the positive file, find a way to be positive. So a uh, Kim's computer virus, well, that is something difficult, but you know, maybe it gave her an opportunity to clean out some things in her computer. you know, maybe she was long overdue for doing that. So maybe that's a way she can sort of take that and, and change it up a little bit.
2: Well, I and mean, you know, really learn from our mistakes, right? And that is part of the idea of flexing that joy muscle is making it stronger by learning through the process. And so one thing I learned is I'm not going to open anything (laughs) that I can't trust anymore, you know? And so that's great. And I'm going to then file that experience in the positive file so that I've learned something from it. But another thing I wanted to highlight is, you know, really prioritizing positivity because it's so important that we actually set the intention going through the day and looking for positive things. Because there's a saying that I really, really love that, you know, what we look for is what we see, and it's so true. And so if we're actively looking for positive things, you know, I wake up in the morning, I can't wait to look outside and check out, you know, the sunshine. Or even if it's raining, I love the sound of the rain, you know, really focusing on things that are positive and making sure that we see them that way and, and actively seeking them.
1: I told you she was smart. Um, you know, I'm big on examples. Um, and, uh, you know, here's, what, this is an amazing thing that Kim has done for me that, I, you know, it still blows my, blows me away. So I'm uh, I'm uh, not average height. I'm about one, And I think I was 5'11 when I was 12 years old. So all my life I've been very, very tall. And uh, usually when I meet people, they say to me, Wow, you're really tall. <laughs> and, it can be, it has been in the past a little bit difficult for me. Uh, and I remember Kim and I, uh, maybe about a year or so ago, we were at an event and somebody was, you know, wow, you're so tall. And Joe, come over and look how tall she is. And she doesn't have heels on. And, you know, somebody was just going on and on. And we walked out and, you know, I turned to Kim and I said, oh, you know, give me a break with the tall comments. And she was shocked. You know, she said, what, what's, what's wrong? Why don't you like that? And, you know, to me, and this goes back to examining what you're thinking. To me, I wasn't hearing you're so tall. I was hearing you're a gawk. You're, you 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 stick out. You don't look like the rest of us. And Kim said to me, well, that's not what they're saying. You know, they're saying, I wish I was as tall as you. They're saying maybe something more positive. <laughs> well, uh, Kim, <laughs> Kim, you are right. right Kim. Now. What I well, said
2: was, they're saying, right. wow, you're gorgeous. I wish I had those legs and I wish that I had her height.
1: You know, well, that's I, very nice I, of you, but it's it, it. So now, I mean, imagine this. Everywhere I go, people say to me, "You're so tall," and in the past, it would make me feel awful. It would it would make every interaction tainted. And now they say to me, "You're so tall," and I say, "Yeah, I'm so tall." Let's move on. It's great. Everything's good. So that one little change in the way I was taking in something and putting and framing it in my own mind has changed my whole life. Yeah, about shifting I, I, your perspective. I, I,
0: Exactly, and, and I agree with the way Kim addressed that situation. And uh, because it's actually people saying something positive, but I can also understand your side, Nancy. It's almost like you're having a bunch of people point at you, right? And, right. and it's and it's but not a negative thing. It's one of those of course, things
1: outside of your control. I am, listen. I am tall. <laughs> I just well, yeah. I mean, it is what t- it is. You know. Yeah. But but I can't control it, and so why? Not be able to look at it a little bit differently, you know. Why let it get me feeling less
0: joyful? You, you know, know, I knew I knew a guy years and years ago. He was six foot ten, and you know, he got tired of the whole uh, people coming up to him and it's, you know, you're so tall kind of thing. And he's like, you know, what really bugged me the most was every time I'd go to school, all the coaches wanted me to do was play basketball. I don't like basketball, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, but you know. He stood out, uh, but you know, it's, it's just going to come with the territory, but it also comes down to one thing like we're talking about today, improving our mindset in every situation, including, well, the way that we were born. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: You know, well, let me, no, go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Well, I was going to ask you that, uh. You know, the the book is amazing, and I love the title, The Power of the Pivot. And and I kind of want to ask this question, because uh, within my intro, uh, y'all state that this book can demonstrate how to stop hard and change the direction of one's life. Explain Stopping Hard.
1: Well, first of all, let me explain the title. So Kim and I, we like to play tennis. And if you've ever played a sport in your life, and especially with a sport like tennis, you know that you can't just stand there. You have to move, and you have to move quickly, and you have to change directions quickly if you're going to be able to hit the sweet spot on that ball and win the point, which is, of course, what you want to do. So when we wrote the book, you know, the power of the pivot, meaning if you're not waking up every single day finding feeling, and fueling joy in your life, then you need to stop hard, change directions, and do something else. And there are steps that we outline in the book for doing that. Again, I think the main thing is to just pause and figure out what it is that you are thinking about. That's where you start. Figure out what is in there. And then we suggest different ways for you to then find the joy.
2: Right. And at the end of each chapter, we have these thought-provoking,
1: self-reflective questions to help people go on their own self-discovery journey. Yeah, and it's and it's a journey. I mean, it's a process. It's not like you are going to say to yourself, okay, I'm going to change directions, and you're going to do it in a day. <laughs> this is This takes a lot of time and a lot of work, and we, Kim and I, are still working hard on this. And there are times that we slip, that we stumble a little bit, and that's when we turn to each other and talk about and ask for help to flex that joy muscle. And just like any other muscle, if you don't work it out and you don't use it and you don't strengthen it, then it's uh you know it's going to wither away so you you have to make the space, you have to examine your thoughts, you have to figure out who you really are. One of the things we have uh, done a few times at a couple of our events is uh, figuring out our own values, you know. I think how many, how many people sit down? Kim has an authenticity creed that she designed. I mean, who does that to figure out who they authentically are at the core? Who are you? What do you believe in? What's your morality? What are your values? What will you and not do? What will you do and not do? And, and carrying those things throughout your whole life, every interaction that you have. And so once you can figure that out, you know, then you can say, okay, this is who I am. This is what I won't put up with. This is how I can find joy. These are the things, listen, there's things we have to do, like emptying the dishwasher, that are not <laughs> joyful. However, we can say to ourselves, okay, I, I have to empty this dishwasher, but guess what? I've, I've got enough money to have a dishwasher, you know, and I'm, and I'm lucky to be able to have a family that lives here with me that made this mess that I had to put in the dishwasher, you know. <laughs> so um, there's things that you can do to find that joy every day. Mm, well,
2: absolutely, and that's one well, of my favorite things to talk about is really flipping that that thought process from I have to to I get to, right? And for me, it's making dinner every night.
1: <laughs> ah, it's like, oh,
2: gosh, I have to make dinner again. Why do we have to keep eating dinner?
1: <laughs> well,
2: but then I remind myself, you know what, I get to make dinner. I'm so fortunate to have a family to feed, and I'm so fortunate to have the ability to actually cook dinner. Yeah, well, and let-
1: so think about how much better Kim's dinner is, you know, when, when she approaches it that way, rather than I I can't believe I got to do this again. You know, didn't we just eat dinner yesterday and then she's belly aching and then she sits down to her family and she's resentful and angry and the conversations go from there versus she now sits down with her family and she's thrilled to have them with her. And the conversations go in a much different direction.
0: Well, I love that. Now, how can we get everyone to jump on this bandwagon and how can people find the wisdom coalition get involved in your movement, as well as get your book, The Power of the Pivot?
1: Well, thank you for asking. Um, First of all, our book is available on Amazon, um, and you can go to our website, thewisdomcoalition.com, and there you can find what we call our Well of Wisdom, and that includes um, our television show, our weekly podcast, which is on iTunes and SoundCloud, um, and it would be great for folks to subscribe to that. Um, and you can also sub- become a subscriber to our uh, Wisdom Coalition subscriber base. We send out newsletters, and our newsletters really are written like the style of the book, where we have a subject that we bring up. We chime in with both of our voices. Kim and I are great friends, but we um, and we work well together. However, we, early in the process, realized that we we're not really going to be able to write together because our two styles are completely different, which is great because I think they complement each other well. So the, the, um, the newsletter is written in that way. So it's our website, thewisdomcoalition.com, where you can get uh, subscribe to our newsletter, get information about our podcast, our television shows that you can all watch online, and you can get our book, The Power of a Pivot, at amazon.com.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, please check out the Wisdom Coalition. And again, that's wisdomcoalition.com. Join the movement. It is time to change your mindset for the better. Life is to be lived, and it's life is meant to be lived with joy. So let's get involved with Kim and Nancy's movement. Everyone can definitely benefit from this because it is a lifelong journey, so make the journey full of joy. So Kim and Nancy, thank you so much for being on Life-Changing Wellness uh, for this episode, it's been an absolute honor, pleasure, and a joy.
1: Thank you so much, Ward. Thank you so much. It was great to speak with you.
0: Uh, you're very welcome. And remember, everyone, to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at radioMD.com/slash Doctor Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds rate the show today on iTunes, and please leave a great review as well. If you could do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. You can learn more about me at drwardbond.com and check out my show page again at radiomd.com slash drbond, which will lead you to my other channels on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and others. So thank you for listening to Life Changing Wellness. I'm Dr. Ward Bond. Have a healthy and blessed day.